In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear friends in Christ, and welcome to Friday of the 29th week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 21st day of October 2022, let us invite the Holy Spirit to come dwell in us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is This is the season of reconciliation. This is the season of reconciliation. The first reading today is taken from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians chapter 4 from verse 1 to verse 6. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Luke chapter 12 from verse 54 to verse 59. Jesus blames and condemns his generation in the gospel reading today because they understood and interpreted the signs of time very correctly. They were able to interpret nature very correctly, but are not able to understand what God speaks to them, given the signs of the time. They could understand the signs of nature and give proper predictions, and these predictions come to pass. They could forecast the weather, and it comes to pass. But they are not able to look critically at the circumstances of their life and know what the signs of time are saying to them. And he says that this is our season of reconciliation. That if we have anyone having any issue, any case against us, taking us to the court, we should make every effort to be reconciled with that person. Lest we are taken to the court and imprisoned. What does Jesus mean? Insinuating that this is a season of reconciliation. He needed us to see how when we stand apart, when we stand divided, we keep falling. And how we are able to succeed when we come together. He needed us to understand that the strength of the broom is in it, it is in the togetherness of the members of the bundle of the broom. Once they are separated into individual single brooms, they have little or no force. To clean the compound. He needed us to understand that the strength of the firewoods in cooking food comes from their collaboration and joint responsibility. But when they are separated into single and individual logs of wood, they can hardly prepare any food. Look at what is happening. Around the world today, in family life, Christian families and homes should have understood that there is a battle against the family life. 
Yet Christians who should have understood this are the first to seek for separation and divorce at the slightest provocation. Yet they will remain in relationships that keeps their life miserable, especially when it has to do with a relationship outside their marriage. It may be a professional relationship. It may be a relationship built around their career. Maybe their places of work. Maybe in their professional life. Maybe in their neighborhood. When you see the conditions under which they operate in these different areas of life, you will discover that even though their marital life subjects them to different um, difficulties, they shouldn't be so quick to abandon their homes on account of those crises. I'm not saying that it's good that marriages should be lived in pains. I'm saying that efforts should be made, joint and mutual consented efforts should be made by all parties to bring about a better home every day. Look at what is happening in the political world, for instance, in Nigeria. Instead of those who claim to be agents of good governance, to unite in virtue, they fight destroying themselves because they don't understand the sign of time that when divided, the cause of justice can never stand. Unfortunately, they see people uniting their forces in evil, not minding their difference in ethnicity, not minding their difference in religion, not minding their difference in class. Many who are promoting injustice, corruption, and all kinds of evil in governance, for instance, are never of the same stock. You see people from all religions there working together. You see people from all tribes working together. You see both the poor and the rich working together. You see both the learned and un the, the uneducated working together. Why can't those who say we are out for what is right be united in the same line? You go to the universities, you go to the ministries, you go to the business world, the same reality stares us in the face. You go to the embassies, the same reality stares us in the face. You go to various offices, we meet the same reality. People unite easily in evil than they do in virtue. So why are virtuous people not able to unite? When it is obvious that united we stand and divided we fall. Why are so many preaching one and the same thing around the world today, yet we cannot be united in that which we preach every day? Why is everybody crying for security, for safety, and we cannot be united in working out our safety? Why is everybody crying, preaching, and praying for a better society, and we cannot be united to make that feasible? 
This is a season of reconciliation. Go back home. Be reconciled with your family. Go back home. Be reconciled with those in your neighborhood. Go back home. Be reconciled with those whom you have been living at war with and begin to fuse together your strength in virtue and you'll be able to attain greater heights. The only way for virtue to conquer vice, the only way for light to conquer darkness. The only way for justice to conquer injustice is when the agents of these positive values and godly values are united, putting all their resources and their energy in pursuance of these values, as opposed to joining forces with those who are ready to do anything and everything to make come through the negative vice if values that they propose and they uphold and they project. God loves us. We only need to allow this love come out more through us in our relationship with others. It is a time of reconciliation. It is a time for us to recognize our oneness in God, irrespective of our races. It is time for us to change the world for good, if only we can come together and genuinely. So, not pretending to be working for the unity of the world while you are busy dividing the world because you have the opportunity of holding both the yam and the knife today. The knife and the yam may be with you today. It will not always be with you. Many civilizations have risen. Many have fallen. The one standing today will still fall someday. Therefore, let us come together as one in God and promote that which is true. Let us come together instead of destroying one continent in order to enrich ourselves. Let us work together as community of nations, as community of continents, as community of a people, as community of families, as community of teachers and preachers, as community of leaders to promote the good values and transform our world for good. God bless you and do have a great weekend. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.